from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. 16-year-old busted with a loaded 38 in his backpack at a Queens High School Thursday morning. A student, his name wasn't released because he's a, a juvenile. He was walking... Okay. Walking through the metal detectors at John <laughs> Adams High School. He's the mm. second president. Mr. Adams, I think that you should write it. What's it from? Do you know? I don't. 1776. Seven, wait, what? There's a, There was an old musical movie called oh, 1776. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Adams, I think that you... Oh, boy. Uh... <laughs> This is just where this guy goes to school. <laughs> South Ozone Park. Uh, so it's more the Hamilton version. It's uh, yeah, around 930 oh, when the machine activated. God, that's, that's a late arrival for school. They found a load of... Why would you try to... And he had uh, an unknown quantity of pot on him as well. So uh, I guess he didn't have any scales with him. Charged with criminal possession of a weapon and possession of marijuana. Joining me here, Tommy uh, Palladino. Now, you, uh, go, you, you're from Queens. South mm-hmm. Ozone Park, how far away is that from where you were? Oh, South Ozone Park's about 40 minutes away. It's clear on the other side of Queens. Way deep, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, oh, oh, wait. Uh, is it near Howard Beach? Yeah, Howard Beach Ozone Park, yeah. Okay, so uh, it's, it's far. And uh, it's... Uh, very uh it's it's like jamaica it's, it's not a nice area it's, yeah howard beach is nicer than ozone park howard beach is a nice area ozone park it starts to get a little a little iffy there are nice parts of ozone park and there are less nice places. so based on our previous conversations i'm betting then that your high school did not have metal detectors uh actually when i was in high school no schools had metal detectors uh, I believe that the high school that I went to does now have metal detectors, though. It's strange because Stop and Frisk was in full effect, and uh, yet, and yet, and Thomas yet. Paladino uh, armed, yes, to the teeth, yes, in high school, carried was, a gun to school. I did. I carried a. I carried a, a little thirty-eight Saturday Night Special. Uh, revolver to school with me in high school. Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. I was mugged one too many times, and I was not going to take it anymore. Well, uh, you were going to shoot somebody who tried to to run. You were. You had the Bernie Getz. I did. I had the. Ber- I was. I was. I was Bernie Getz Junior. I didn't actually shoot anybody. I think the threat of me having the because everybody knew. Like it was so weird. Like I look back on. I think back on it now, and it's like Jesus Christ. Everybody knew. Everybody knew, and nobody said anything. And and I genuinely feel like even if they had said something, I don't really think anything would have even have happened very much. I probably would have gotten in a little bit of trouble, and that would have been the end of, of it. Of course, something would have happened. You had a gun. All right, yeah. They would be like, oh, leave the kid with the gun alone. Uh, okay, whatever you say, whatever Mr. Whatever you say. But yeah, no. Um, it was it was a different it was a different time. It was definitely a different time. I guess so. I mean, school shootings weren't happening. They yet. were not. It was pre Columbine. Like this is we're talking about the early nineties. We're talking probably nineteen ninety two. Columbine happened during that uh, ban of uh, assault. Yeah, it was during the it was too. during the assault weapons ban. Yeah, yeah. So the first school shooting did uh, did come out of that. That that one was definitely real. Oh yeah. You know, uh, there's a book by the woman who's uh, Dylan was her kid, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's pretty interesting to hear. Like, this guy was like, this kid was just un... He sounds like he was just fucking unreachable, yeah. inconsolable. Right. Like, she loved him. They, right, but... but what the, clearly, there was this whole there was side of him. There there. Yeah, there was a lot A there. lot going on she didn't know about. A man jumped to his death from the Verrazano Narrows Bridge. Mm. Tipster called authorities after seeing the man leap from the from the lower level. Oh. Well, he no, got lower to level. Lower level, huh? I guess traffic was kind of heavy, the jumping on the on the upper level. Well, no, instead of climbing up, I think it means instead of climbing up to the top of the span, like climbing up the span to the very tippy top of the bridge. Wasn't you know it I mean? multiple levels, like other bridges? 
Oh, Ver- yeah. Verizon and Arrows, is it? Is oh, it yeah, it has a lower a, level. It has higher... a lower level and an upper level. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, like like on the 59th Street Bridge? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Verrazano does have that. I thought that that was referring to him just jumping from the roadway instead of climbing the span to, to climb. Oh, to like jump King from... Kong climb up there. Yeah, the well, people have done that. Uh, that was actually, because from my house in Queens, we actually see the Whitestone Bridge, mm. which is similar. It's, what, it's a gorgeous view. It's a beautiful view. Yeah, yeah it is a beautiful view. But um, people used to jump off that bridge all the fucking time and i had a telescope looking out my looking out the window right out to the bridge and i used to watch people climb those that fucking bridge and like the police would come and everything you'd see the guy standing on the edge and everything He's going, why didn't you call me tony yeah no but but they would they wouldn't they wouldn't jump off of the roadway they would climb all the way to the tippy top of the span and like you know Threatened to jump from there. That's ambiguously when you ambiguously really... jump fall. Yeah, ambiguously jump fall. Right. I never saw anybody actually fall, but I saw people climb, and I've seen like the police actually go up there to to get them down. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, the the man's body was. Uh, that's quite. That sounds entertaining. I yeah. mean, like especially if you got like the. Uh, I mean, some kids would point it at the stars and stuff. <laughs> and, hey, I looked at. I, I jumpers. Hey, jumpers. Hey, look, my jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> Young Thomas <laughs> watching people jump off. The bridge. Uh, yeah, this guy's body was recovered. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The medical examiner will determine the official cause of death. Well, you know, probably uh, blunt force trauma and uh, drowning. <laughs> impact with the high speed impact with the ocean. Now we had, oh my God, that video we, we, uh, from Philly. I mean, like, we, crime report was weird the other day because this video was so disgusting. Oh. I mean, you that jumper video. Yeah. It was just outlandishly. This guy, oh my God. I, I didn't know that it, when you jump from like 10, 10 floor store. Floors that was a tall more, That was more like 20 or 30. Yeah, I don't know where he jumped from, but he... Because it could have been a balcony. A right, lower yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But it, regardless, his skin, like, it's like... It, comes off it right. comes off yeah. your body yeah. but he didn't completely splatter the guy was still alive and yeah. he just had a bone for an arm yeah, bone, bone for, for a leg, leg. Uh, i know it was, that was really rough just damn like like he has to be liquefied on yeah, the inside no, right? I, you are, imagine what his dick and balls must oh, feel he was on his stomach oh. he he hit it, it made that sound like a sack of flour yeah so it's just but he smacked he just must have hit in exactly a way that didn't smash his head so his head was completely protected from that because he lifted because his head was up and he was looking around yeah he's so, looking around yeah he was looking around so his neck was still functional his head was still functional so it's like he must have hit in exa- like a one in a million like you know way that just didn't damage his head enough to actually do him in but he was Messed no up expression bad. on his face. It's just like no. you, you looked like he I mean, was he's just in shock. Like, I mean, you you're gotta in shock. be shitting like, me. What the fuck? You I gotta be shitting me. Really? For real? What do I need to do to die <laughs> off this motherfucker? The George Washington Bridge is the most. Uh, it's one of the most frequently chosen sites oh. in the New York metropolitan area right. for committing suicide by jumping or falling off the bridge. Uh, what's the jumping, falling? Hmm. I consider them a jumper, even if they just fall. Swan, even just if they fall. Just, yeah. Uh, the fir- first death uh, by jumping occurred before the bridge was even opened, hmm. and it was unintentional. Hmm. Figure that out. Hmm. I mean, first it- death by jumping occurred. It was. It was Unintentional Un- jump? Unintentional. The death is unintentional. Oh, but I. Oh, was he sw- trying to like. He's a stunt jumper. I was going to say, yeah, he was like trying to be like setting a Guinness record or something. September 21st, 1930, named mm. Norman J. Terry. Guy jumped off uh, the bridge's deck in front of a crowd of thousands. His body was facing the wrong way, broke his neck, hitting God, the water. Do it. The first intentional suicide was. Uh, 
the next day. About a, no, it was about a year later. <laughs> a little over a year, about 14 months later, uh, 13 months later, November 3rd, 1931, a little more than a week after the bridge opened and right around the time of the Great Depression. I'm sure that figured into it. Yeah, it was the, <laughs> probably the Great Depression is the first tip-off there. It's like, Just hey. think a week. A week with no with no jumping like there's like yeah this is pretty cool and then, like then somebody's like no I'm jumping <laughs> off that motherfucker I I am gonna I, I I wouldn't jump off a bridge no I wouldn't jump off a bridge either I just don't see that as like no there's after seeing that shit we saw the other day, I'm yeah, never no, I'm off not jumping anything. off anything. No, there's too much that can go wrong. Jumping is out. It is not. It is not a, a foolproof, fail-safe. I'll try to put my face in the sink and just go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Could that work? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Now it says several suicide attempts off the George Washington Bridge have been widely publicized. Like in 1994, a person was going by the name of Prince. He called the Howard Stern show while on the bridge, threatening to commit suicide by Howard oh, Stern. Yeah. He managed to talk him out of it. I remember that. But then he talked him back into it. <laughs> Howard, you know what? Fuck it. Go, go do it. It's a bit. I'm doing a bit. Robin. So the 2010 suicide of Tyler Clementi, who had jumped from the bridge, drew national attention to cyberbullying and mm. the struggles facing Lugabut youth. Uh, Lug- in, oh, the Lugabut youth. In 2012, a record 18 people threw themselves off the bridge. To their deaths. 18. That's a lot. I feel like that's a lot. That is a lot. That's, yeah. you know, one and a half every month. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, 43 suicide attempts overall. Wow. So percentage-wise, wow, kind of a failure year. Oh, yeah. They... 18 for 43? Uh, you know what? Just go. That's just not good. Do it. Just do it. Do it. How could you... Okay. Well, there were 18 deaths reported in 2014. And 15. So that was so 2013 was a slow year, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. 74 people were stopped by the Port Authority. We, we could go on like this, but you get the idea. Yeah. Now, uh, I think it's kind of funny that they never finished painting the, the bridge. They start on one end and... The, uh, what do you call yeah. it? Uh, the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, yeah. Because it's red. It's red. They're constantly Const- painting it. It is always being painted. They, They're never finished. No. They finish on one end, they start on the other. It's just... What a weird life. Yeah. Just constant painting. Can't you just hire some more painters? Yeah, hire a lot more painters. Just bang it all out. Get it done. The seawater's got to be hard on that paint. Yeah. Uh, There's a a lot of jumpers off Golden Gate Bridge. That's like the most jumped bridge in the world, isn't it? That is. It's the suicide bridge of the world. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are depressed because of this uh, whole, um, the environment is is bumping people out. The way people talk about it. Uh, Did you see this this story, a blog post or something a guy wrote about the Greenpoint, uh, the Greenpoint pods? You no. should read that. It's very, what? very interesting piece. It's just a, it's, it's fiction, but oh, it's interesting. Okay. All right. So now, uh, a 19 year old pilot made an emergency landing on the bridge's New Jersey side when its engine failed in, in uh, 1966. Wow. In June 1977, nice. two tractor trailers nearly fell off the lower level after jackknifing. Oh, Jesus. Then they Can started scissoring, and they, you know, kind of hot. Get out of control. Of- <laughs> nah, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. What you want? Nah. You ain't going, nah. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah, a verdict, I guess, for Amos Gilbert Jr., who nearly five years ago showed up unannounced at his parents' midtown Manhattan apartment. I think it's like Turtle Bay. Oh. And asked to speak alone with his father about business. Minutes later, he popped him. The what? guy was dead. Gunshot to the head. Mr. Gilbert was running from the police. No. This guy, Thomas Gilbert Jr., is a mentally ill trust fund 
hedge fund. Oh, those. His dad was a, a hedge fund manager, but he was successful at it. Uh, and he, this guy, he laid down with a gunshot to his head, like I say. Uh, and as details emerged, the murder was, it was stunned New York's high society. And my listeners, well, you guys remember, were pretty scandalized as well. It takes uh, a lot, too. It does. They're like, what? Not the Gilberts? <laughs> <gasps> Shocking. The police said uh, Mr. Gilbert, a Princeton graduate Mm. who was never able to obtain consistent employment, Mm. had killed his 70-year-old father. Father! Because of his weekly $1,000 allowance, it was cut. Oh, dear. He became a symbol of uh, ungrateful greed, a child of privilege, Mm. who turned to murder when he feared he was losing his lavish lifestyle. Now, I thought he only got it cut a little bit. I didn't know it was... I don't think they took his whole thousand dollars. No, a week. it wasn't. It, they didn't take away the thousand dollars a week. He had it. You'll cut. make do with nine hundred. Yes, you or will take like seven hundred and fifty and like it. Listen, oh, we are, we are, but there was no reason for that anyway. No, they, I mean, they had plenty of money. Yeah, you got to figure that if you're from a family that that's that wealthy, your 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 allowance is kind of immaterial at some point. Pay because, up or get shot. I mean, like you know. You're 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 living comfortably regardless of how much actual cash is in your pocket. Oh right, you know you're yeah. you're okay. No reason to get. I, I guess it, he must have seen it as some kind of a, I don't know, a downgrade to his status or something. But I, I it who cares, right? Yeah, I I just I can't wrap my head around. You know who I cares? Can't. Fucking people with schizophrenia. And shit oh, like that. they. I believe he might be a sick person, but a jury found that Mr. Gilbert. 35, he's only 35, guilty of second-degree murder yeah. and gun charges in late June. I don't understand how first-degree murder is so uncommon. I just thought right. it meant premeditated. Yeah, premeditated murder. You show up and go, can we talk in the next room? And then and, kill the person. Then that's premeditated. Yeah. It's as not far a crime I, of passion. You're bringing your gun to a conversation with your father, and then you shoot him. If, you, if it wasn't premeditated, you would have had the gun elsewhere. It would have been like, okay, you just pissed me off. I'm going to go get this gun and then shoot you. You better not it. be here when I get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you take a vase off of the table and smash him over the head with it. That's, oh. that's, that's second degree. As far as I'm concerned, that's the could second you, degree you, thing. Why are you trying to stereotype the fucking rich <laughs> with a vase on the I, table? That is so... I'm sorry. Oh, my God. That is out of line. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Smash a vase. Yeah, this this uh, Ming vase on yes. the table. Oh, my God. It was an egg. It was an egg from the Ming dynasty. <laughs> Smash it. Oh, God damn it. Mm. God damn it, young Gilbert. He's the, the Thomas Gilbert. Junior. So he's going to jail. This he's guy's going to jail. Been locked up for a while. Yeah, he's been. They were, in jail. They, yeah, he's, I guess it was pre-trial. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, he's been. He's first of all, it took a long time to get to trial. Yeah, because they had to determine like, what's his, is he capacity, crazy? I, I think that they were trying to get that. They rejected an insanity defense. Uh, they always reject the insanity uh, the, defense. That, that's got to be the hardest defense for for anybody to to, to actually. I didn't know the jury got to do that. Oh, the jury gets to decide that? This is what it says. A jury found Mr. Gilbert, 35, guilty of second-degree murder and gun charges in late June, rejecting an insanity defense. I would have thought the judge would allow would be the one to... Yeah, that's... Know, I always... I was allow always under the impression that the judge had to be convinced one way or the other whether they, whether they can proceed with an insanity defense. 
That is like the most uh, liberal judge in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> and on Friday, <laughs> state judge in Manhattan, uh, Melissa Jackson, sentenced to oh, life in prison, possibility parole after 30 years, 65 when he's eligible, maximum penalty allowed under law. That's the, that's the, the maximum penalty allowed under law in New York State. That's, I had no idea. Oh, okay. 30 For, to life. 30 to life. This you mother. Can, no matter what you do, that is the best they will be able to give you is thirty to life. That's the, that's How all they can do. They determine the two life thing. Well, if it's thirty years and they're like, okay, buddy, you're still alive after thirty years. Let's have a talk. How do you feel about shooting your dad? I wish I could do it again. All right, go back to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> See you in two years. <laughs> right? Who knows if we'll even have jails thirty years from now? The rate we're going. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll be dead. There's almost no question. Uh, his uh, the mother uh, told, and that's uh, Shelley Gilbert. She told the court that her son had not acted out of revenge and uh, had not acted out of revenge and a hunger for undeserved money. Okay, so the mother was trying to stick up for him. It seems like she should have said nor. Mm. Told it seems like this should be written nor right had, had not acted out of revenge nor. nor a hunger for undeserved money. Yeah. Nor, but Mr. Gilbert had become so mentally ill, she said, that he could not comprehend that his actions were illegal or immoral when he shot his father. So hence Thomas the, Gilbert, hence, hence the insanity defense, hence the running away afterwards and being on the lamb. Oh, he he went on the lamb. He ran from he cops. He didn't just he didn't just sit there and wait to be arrested. He actually like tried to. Oh, gunshot to his head, and Mr. Gilbert was running from the police. It says. Okay. So yeah, I guess. But I mean, like, I don't remember that being a big part of it either. Yeah, but. I don't remember. I don't remember that part. I mean, did he just ch- run down the block and like make the cops chase him, it, or did he actually go on the lamb? It, it, what, if it was any period of time, it wasn't long enough to mention in this story, right? And so I can't imagine that there's anything there. It was a day or two at most, probably a couple of hours. He's not that hard to find. Yeah, no. They probably have a chip implanted in him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> As the rich do with their children, I, 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 yeah, I feel that they would, right? Just because, like, well, they could be kidnapped. <laughs> we want to make sure he's still alive, and like the thing stops emitting the pulse, right? Right. right. They, but then they cut it out because it's in his arm, so they just cut the arm off. Go, yeah, we cut the arm off, so uh, and mailed it to him. Yeah, mailed it to him. Did, what, did you see that movie where the guy, with the guy's grandson, he's the richest guy in the world? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. That yeah. was about the Duponts. Yeah. What was what was the movie? Fucking the Duponts. All the money in the world. All the money in the world. Yeah. Were, the, were, were there competing movies about yeah. them? Yeah. Oh no, there was a movie. There was that movie and a series, and then a series about the Duponts. Yes. The movie was the good. Same thing. Yeah, the movie was okay. I actually liked the movie. That was the one that Kevin was in, but they reshot the whole fucking movie after Kevin thing came out like they took that entire movie and reshot basically the entire movie just to get Kevin out of it you know something that was the best money they ever spent <laughs> probably right I kind of want to see what, I, I, in like five years there'll be a special edition that comes out and it'll be all the, the Kevin you think it'll version. be there yeah they'll, they, they spent the money on it it's in the can. Like, the movie was edited and ready to go into theaters. Like, it was like a month or two before the movie was supposed to come out. They they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, I know, you know, I know. Yeah, so it's like, so this so this exists. It's not quite complete, but it's... You know, it's complete it, it, enough that, like, in five years after it blows over, after everybody gets over Kevin yeah. Spacey being a fucking rapist or whatever he is. Right. Allegedly. They'll be like, well, you know what? We could probably squeeze some money out of this. Now that Kevin 
once he made his big comeback, we could probably get some money out of this thing that we spent all this money on. And here's special Blu-ray, special edition, Kevin. I was really enjoying that. House of Cards. Oh, House of Cards. I know. I love that fucking show. And then... When I was growing up in South Carolina, it always seemed like we'd have a glass of lemonade on the porch. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Whatever the fuck. But he just was... I'll tell you something funny about him. They seemed, they were a lot more upset about the alleged, you know, uh, sex offenses than they seemed to be about the fact that, that the important witnesses keep dying. Yeah, that's true. He has, like, two people supposed to... I don't know. The one was one knew something, and one was a witness, and one was a victim. I think they might have both been, but one, oops, stepped and in front the, of a car, and, and another the other one, oops, one, stepped in front of a car. Right, and then, the, and then the last one was like, you know what? All that stuff I said, it actually didn't really happen. Oh, not only did it not happen, <laughs> I did it. It was me. Weirdly, I was wrong from the very beginning about everything. It was yes. actually roles were reversed. I took advantage of. And boy, do I ever feel terrible about it. I want to apologize to Mr. for not only raping him, but accusing (laughs) him of raping me. Boy, I was... That was it. It wasn't even a rape thing. It was... Wasn't it just like he... uh, It was like weird groping, like uh, innuendo thing. It wasn't like, oh, Kevin Spacey raped me. Nobody was accusing him of that. I could sue Gavin McInnes for groping me. I could sue... You should uh, do it. John Fish for... He's his comic. He used to grow... (laughs) Gavin is the one you want to go with. Gavin's got more money, probably. yeah, yeah. I wish that uh, it wouldn't be so embarrassing. Boy, I could win a lot. I could get a lot of money though because everybody hates him, <laughs> right? If I sue him, it's true. They'd want to believe this. You would be like, "It's done." Yeah, I could just say, "Gavin, give me a million dollars, and I won't sue you for two million. Right? I know you got a lot of shit going on. You don't need this. <laughs> you, you don't do. need this on top of everything. The last thing you need is to be a white supremacist gay rapist. <laughs> 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 so. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that wild? I, I, I mean, this is this is. I, at first, I was kidding. Yeah, I'm really starting to entertain this now. Yeah, no, no, really. I don't see any reason not to do this. Except, I mean, I you know, I hate to lose a friend. However, we're not that good of friends, you know. I mean, like a million dollars, you could buy a lot of friends. I suppose I could. I suppose I could. <laughs> <laughs> now. uh Bad news. Uh, we have a, a, a dead police officer in the Bronx. Yes, we do. NYPD cop killed in the Boogie D during a hand-to-hand struggle with an armed suspect. Yeah. A uh, hero NYPD officer, according to the Post, was fatally shot early Sunday during a desperate hand-to-hand struggle with an armed suspect just after midnight. It's at the Edenwald houses yep. in the Bronx. Officer... 33-year-old Brian Mulkeen, six-year veteran of the department, didn't survive three gunshot injuries. Chief Department Terrence Monahan, he told reporters at Jacoby Hospital. That's where the doctors were trying to save his life. Sources said uh, Mulkeen had been shot in the head, chest, and legs. Oh, wow. As he and the suspect wrestled on the ground, the suspect, too, was fatally shot. Hmm. I wonder who did all the shooting. Uh, yeah, how did he get shot? I mean, maybe he got shot a few times, and then like his last dying. Like, oh, maybe it's just uh, five officers at the location fired their service weapons, oh. striking the man. My so said, backup so. showed up a little too late. Oh, fatally shot. Could it... is it friendly fire? Is that what they're trying to say? No, I don't think it's friendly fire. 
I mean, I feel like the suspect was the suspect was fatally shot. Five officers at the location fired their service weapons, striking the man. Uh, He did not survive three gunshot injuries. Um, Seriously injured in Bronx shooting. Okay, so this is the story before he died. A plainclothes NYPD officer was shot and gravely injured in a shootout with a suspect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the injured officer, six-year veteran, name was withheld at the time. He was rushed to the hospital, and now the suspect name not immediately released, taken to a different hospital where he pronounced dead gunfire or rang out. Um, at least four shots, probably as many as ten, were heard in quick succession. Oh, wow. Rushing outside, residents saw an officer in plain clothes laying on the ground near a suspect. Both had been shot. There was a cop lying on uh, the floor, it says, and another guy who, who looked like he'd been shot in the eye. Um, oh. Shots fired, shots fired. I need a bus i need a bus a male officer shouted i guess a bus is a that's the ambulance yeah uh first it was one shot and two seconds later followed by continuous shots uh so I, don't, I don't even know if this guy had a gun i don't know i don't know i don't yeah. know i'm not it, it doesn't nowhere does it say that that he was shot by the suspect I don't know what the suspect was. Mm-hmm. What the what the well, well? I mean, if he was in a hand to hand struggle with the guy, does that mean that the guy didn't have a gun, or that the guy had a gun that he was trying? It sounds to me it seems like he would have a gun and would, right. that he would have shot him. Well, it sounds yeah, it sounds to me like he was in a struggle with the guy trying to get the gun away from him, and then the cop met, and then the I feel the like sus- they would have said that though. Would they? But I, I feel like they were wrestling for a gun. Yeah. Yeah, I think that they would not point it out. Right. This is exactly how it would be written if the cops had shot him. Right. If- it's true. No, you're right. But I feel like if it was friendly fire, that would also be something we would have definitely heard about in some way by now. You think so? I don't know. Hmm. It says, okay, wait, okay. Officer Mulkeen's gun fi- uh, fired five times, Monahan said. At this point, it's not clear who fired Officer uh- Mulkeen's gun. So the suspect might have gotten his gun away. It says from the him. suspect's gun, a thirty-two caliber revolver, did not appear to have been fired. Okay. As cops, we know how rewarding our profession can be. But I'll tell you, there's absolutely no worse moment on our job than this. As we stand here this morning, a young man with a bright future who courageously patrolled some of New York City's toughest streets has tragically lost his life. So, uh, that his, so the, the suspect's gun was unfired? They don't know. They can't say. What happened. Right. They just don't know yet. They haven't pieced it all together yet. To me, it sounds like they were struggling for... Yeah, uh, for for Mokeen's gun. Right. And the suspect got his gun, shot him, and then backup arrived, I guess, a little bit too late, and that was it. Then here's the suspect's gun. Little revolver. Yeah, which is... I guess uh, the serial numbers would be there or something. uh, Yep. Yeah. Um, thirty-two uh, caliber revolver. He was he was seen reaching for his gun. Officer McKean was on the ground wrestling with the suspect for an extended period of time before the gunfire erupted. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter a great deal, I suppose. It's a very sad thing, and and uh, we, uh, I'm sure, we'll be you know hearing from uh, Pat Lynch. Oh, I'm sure Pat Lynch is going to have quite a bit to say about this. Out on parole. <laughs> Yep, that's gonna. It's pretty much what it's gonna sound like. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's 
really good at, at, at stating the concern of, of the uh, of the real cops, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he really is. Yeah. So, um, all right then. Uh, boy, I, mean, I wish that we would have done that Princeton story last. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell you, I'm disappointed in Eddie Murphy's uh, oh, little little Jesus sense of remorse Christ. over his old comedy, man. I hope I'm never Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, we'll see Pat Dixon in 20 years. I never should have made all those. I disavow every episode okay. of Crime Report. Like, oh yeah, I really fucked up. <laughs> all all 200 and. 80 episodes of Crime Report were just a terrible mistake. Do you know we're up to 445 at this moment? Yeah, so, yeah, it, it really took a big <laughs> big jump forward. May I just say, also, hello, and thank you to uh, our listeners in the Czech Republic. Oh. Hit me up. So happy to hear that we are pretty popular in the are Czech Republic. Really? You know how many hot girls are in the Czech Republic? No, how many? Well, it, like all of them. Oh, like I didn't know. All, all it is the hot girl capital of Europe, Czech Republic. I I would go to Czech Republic tomorrow. Huh. It is it is That's it, great. it's it's phenomenal. Well, it's phenomenal. Oh, okay. You know, um I have no problem leaving my wife and and disappearing <laughs> in the Czech Republic because under uh, as far as Apple Podcasts, you know that's the ranking. They have mm-hmm. the charts and stuff like that, and they have them all over the world. Every you know, I didn't know that all, all the countries have different ones, but there's one is United States, Canada, Mexico, mm-hmm. and then Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. I think we do better in Czech Republic than we do definitely better than than the United States, but better than I think we do anywhere else. Really? We've, yeah, we've we've been number seven. We've been wow. in the top ten. Wow. In the Czech Republic, we have been, and, and consistently in the top 100. Really? Consistently for over a year. Wow. Uh, really? Yeah. That's and then, very and very often up in the 20s, 30s, you know, like, so we, we rank with, so, so thank you, Czech Republic. Very, we should, very we happy to know. We should go to the Czech Republic. We should, we should go there. I can't imagine why we're live, not. And do a live crime report. Did I not already threaten... To leave my wife and disappear in the Czech yes, Republic. I am I'm, so. I'm there. Let's now, do Australia, it. we're pretty. We, we do okay in Australia. It's a we long, do okay. It's a long flight to Australia, though. The thing is, too, I got to take the wife if I go there. Ah, uh, she'd want to go. Well, she's. The thing is, is that I've already, I've made a promise that oh. if we do go to Australia, she has to come along. She too. will. Uh, not only come along. Um, she she will. Fight uh, any any kangaroo. She will fight. The, <laughs> she'll, she'll fight she will fight a kangaroo. The, the champion. Good kangaroo. She. Well, will that's fight. worth it right there. Then, because she'll be killed. Uh, <laughs> I mean, kangaroos can fight. They're they're, they're vicious. I and mean, we're talking about yeah, one of the champs. We're yeah. talking about a baby. I mean, uh, like oh, she wants to find. No, she Australia. Doesn't want, she doesn't want to do this oh. at all. <laughs> <laughs> what you t- not her idea. <laughs> Australia first, then Czech Republic. Got it. Oh, perfect. Now, thank you uh, for listening out there. And please do uh, write me, Pat Dixon, NYC at Gmail. Pat Dixon, NYC at Gmail. I think you can remember that. P A T D I X O N, NYC at. Oops, I got to take a sip. Yes, Pat Dixon, NYC at Gmail. And, uh, much appreciated. Norway is good, too. Yeah. Sweden? You would not believe how cool they are in Sweden. Really? Tattoo tattoo artists there. They they would listen to Crime Report sometimes. I don't know if they still do. Five, six hours in a day. Over and over, they're listening to it. And he's a tattoo artist, and so, you know, they have... Now, they might have tightened things up in Sweden now to the point where it's a hate crime or some sort. Yeah, I was about to say, are are they going to be locked up for this? You know something? Um... 
Pete Davidson. You know this guy, right? Oh, yeah. From Saturday Night yeah, Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before he became famous and on Saturday Night Live, this is a young guy that we would see around town all the time. Yeah, I'm a comedian. I'm an comedian old, older guy. comedian. He's a young right. comedian. Mm-hmm. He said he was nervous about because I mean this was he was going to go to a uh, festival they have in Montreal, you know, the Just for Laughs. Mm-hmm. He was feeling kind of nervous about it. I go, really? You know what you should do? And I told him if you want to kind of get over some of these nerves, I honestly believe will help. That's what I was thinking. Quit smoking weed. Yeah, don't smoke weed for a while. And that he never texted me back or spoke to me again. <laughs> 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 that was my last Fuck contact. You. That is way out of line. You are way out of line with that, Pat. That Jesus was, Christ. No, it was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, that's really funny. That was. <laughs> that's actually really funny. Yeah, well. It's, my career is filled with little funny moments like that. Oh, uh, God. Of, oops. Well. But. Hey, uh, thanks for being here, Thomas Paladino. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.